Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's Djibouti. Did Djibouti? The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Correct. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that had like three different opener bits for this. I just kept writing them down and I'm like, ah, these are all great. So I'm going to go with the one that I wrote last, which is when you get to the end of Survivor, why not hedge your bets and just propose to the person (laughs) next to you? (laughs) Listen, there's a rule against conspiring to share the money, but you can't stop us if we're married. Uh (laughs) Aha. I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, would you propose to your mortal enemy? They weren't mortal enemies. Your mortal enemy. The one the one you know person what? standing between you and a million dollars. Yes. I feel like any... And listen, I've said in previous episodes, don't take dating advice from me. <laughs> I feel like the only person I could propose to is my mortal enemy. Oh, okay. That's, that's love. Okay. Yeah. I... I'm not going to ask any questions, but here we are. Well, I guess I do have one question. You told me to remind you about War Thunder? Yes. Okay. So, we we said on last episode a bit of, like, that's not the stupidest way that something like that could come out. Talking about, uh, what if the Mean Girls (laughs) extra DVD commentary had war crimes? Sure, sure, sure. So, do you know what War Thunder is, Steven? No, not at all. Okay. So, it is a video game. It is a hyper-realistic military game. Here's the thing. Multiple times. And I by multiple, I mean coming up on, I believe, double digits, but at minimum five. Classified information has leaked <laughs> because people were in arguments on the War Thunder forums and had access to classified information and wanted to say, no, that tank I like is better than you think it is. You got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's the classified documentation of why it's better than you are giving it credit for. And this is why military people should not be on Discord. Correct. It is legitimately a problem to the point that in this this is apocryphal. I, I, I heard it from somewhere I can't cite my source it was like a podcast i was listening to not that like i have a secret source it's just i don't remember who it was that the department of defense <laughs> considered labeling war thunder as a national security threat hilarious i love that so much and like investigated as being like a chinese psyop of like our our trolls and it is still widely rumored that like spies from other countries will basically go in and troll people in to the try forums to, get them to-, to try to get them to like Nah, man, nah, that, that plane fucking sucks. What are you talking about? No, that's, the game makes it look way too good. So they'll, like, show information. Nah, bro. Show your receipts. Yep. Yikes. So you're right. It wouldn't be the dumbest way that something like that leaks. Ah, uh, okay, well, that's fun. Uh, speaking of fun, emails. If you want to email us, feel free to do so. I'm going to read these at the end, but email us, SurvivorTBT oh, yeah. at gmail.com, or message us on Reddit, useless SurvivorTBT. I also have just programming note. We decided this on the fly because, man, I forgot this finale is so long. It's really long. It's it's a two-hour finale plus the reunion plus America's Tribal Council. Yeah. These people were in a studio for, like, four hours. They got paid a lot of money to be there for four hours. My God. So we're going to just talk about the episode. 
we're going to lump Reunion and America's Tribal Council together. Mm. So I want to, but I do want to give you like the lead up to America's Tribal Council. Because Jeff in the, before he read the votes is like, there's a twist and they were promoting this twist. Yeah. And so people were like going online and being told like, go online to survivor.com and vote for some of your favorite uh Survivor contestants, like, yeah. vote for categories. We're going to give out awards. It's great. And then just left it at that. But people were like, stay tuned because there's a super secret twist about this. So hold on to that. So Rupert wins a million dollars. What makes you say that? <laughs> I'm guessing they gave a million dollars out to the most popular Survivor player. So hold on. Wait. You're saying that Survivor... Who is you're playing for a million dollars? Yes, just was like, Hey, your favorite contestant gets a million dollars. Yes, the thing that they were competing for already. America gets to choose one winner as a treat, Jared. That's insane, <laughs> correct? For a full winner's amount, okay, maybe it's like a hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit, <laughs> okay, well, we'll get to that when we get to that. How much could a banana cost, Michael? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> There's money in the banana stand, Jared. If if a dollar amount gets big enough, it has it ceases to have meaning. And that is like we cannot conceptualize it. I cannot conceptualize what having a million dollars is like. Have you ever seen I we should be talking about the episode already. There's so much to talk about. Have you seen I forget what movie it is. I want to say it's Austin Powers where he's like I bet you've never seen what a million dollars actually looks like. Opens up a briefcase and it's like a single stack of bills. Because it's like all thousands or something like that. Yeah, because it's all like a hundred dollars and like, oh, that's that doesn't actually look that impressive oh, that oh, way. Wow, all right. All right, cool. Bumper. <laughs> all right, so this episode came out on May 9th of 2004. A couple things in the week between episodes, or week, in the three days between episodes, and by a couple things, I mean really only one thing. That actually technically happened on the day that the last episode aired, but I forgot to say it, so I'm going to say it now. TV sitcom Friends airs final season, or season finale in 10th and final season in the U.S. Oh, no. 52.5 million viewers, which means that last episode, not the finale of Survivor, but the last the last episode that we, we did one on, the the lead up to the finale was competing with friends Mm -hmm. i think i can figure out who won that battle correct it was friends it was friends yeah what your timing on that one's pretty apropos yeah rest in peace rip once again if you need help seek it was it a depression thing well we don't need to get into it but he, he struggled with uh many things got it okay the top five movies actually did change kind of significantly in three days. Okay. Number five is New York Minute. Number four is 13 Going on 30. Number three, Man on Fire. Number two, Mean Girls. Number one, Mean Girls at number two. It just came out. Wow. But number one, Van Helsing. Oh, I'm so glad you came at me with Van Helsing and not New York Minute. Why? Because I've seen Van Helsing. Oh, damn it! No, it's too late. Gotta commit. It's too late. Okay. Well, for those that don't know about Van Helsing, framed monster slayer Gabriel Van Helsing, played by Hugh Jackman, did not know this played by Hugh Jackman, hmm. is dispatched to Transylvania to assist the last of the Valorous... Val- 
Valerius? Valerius bloodline in defeating Count Dracula, Richard Roxborough, Anna Valerius, Kate Beckinsale, reveals that Dracula has formed an unholy alliance with Dr. Frankenstein's monster, Schuler Hensley. This is wild. Yeah. And is hell-bent on exacting a centuries-old curse on her family. Together, Anna and Van Helsing set out to destroy their common enemy, but uncover some set, uh, unsettling secrets along the way. What do you think critics and audiences thought of Van Helsing? This even? movie's bad, Jared. This movie's very bad. Okay. It's... I, I feel like you're going to tell me it's better, obviously better than the last movie we rated. The which, last one was 4%, correct. so that can only go up from there. So I'm going to go with critic score of 12%, an audience score of 22. You are a little down, more down on Van Helsing than critics and audiences. Okay. You are exactly half on the critic score, 24%. Okay. So... Still, like, still, it was low. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if you're getting under like forty percent, it's like it's not a good movie. What is? Yeah, the the difference in that between four and twenty four really not that big of a deal. Audience score is fifty seven percent. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's still not certified fresh. It's still considered bad, but fifty sevens. A lot higher. I knew this movie was bad. I've never seen it, uh-huh. but it's a lot higher than I would have expected. Maybe it's camp. It could be camp. I see. Here's the thing. I saw it when I was a child in the theater, and like I was probably way too young to see this movie because it's either R or PG thirteen, and it came out in it's PG thirteen two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. So I definitely had a friend whose dad would let us go see these kinds of movies. I remember seeing this one in I Spy with mm. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. You were. You were 11 or 12? No. Chris Tucker and Owen Wilson. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I was under the 13 rating. Barely. Yeah. Is that some four? No, I was 11. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Anyway, shouldn't have saw that movie. Probably not. I'm amazed that it's rated as good. I guess ten- we- Wait, when's your birthday again? June. You were 10. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Significantly below that PG 13 rating. Saw it. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Freeze. Do you Movie think the statute of limitations is up? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yes. It's probably like six minutes. I also don't think that I would get in trouble for that. Whoever sold me the ticket would get in trouble for that. Fair. On to the finale, which <laughs> I do actually anticipate, and I could be wrong by the end of this episode, that this will be a shorter finale than most of ours. Because it didn't matter who won. <laughs> I I see what you're saying. Yep. There's not a whole lot. There's not going to be a whole lot of like back and forth of like, oh, wow, they should have answered this question differently. Like, oh, well, first of all, there wasn't a lot of questions. But and we're talking about Final Tribal, obviously. But everyone, audience, jury, and the two of them up there really didn't seem to care who won. <laughs> It really throws a wrench in your plan when uh, suddenly, oh, nothing matters anymore yep. in this season where everything was bad vibes. Yep. Oops. You can see why they leaned so heavily into the Boston Rob and Amber storyline. Yeah, but I don't think they knew about what was going to happen. Because queer, like, Jeff seems very off, like, caught off guard. All right, let's start at the top. Okay, cool. From the top. Oh, there's one thing I wrote down. I wrote this down. This is about... 
the top. I know. It's just so like I feel like this last episode that we recorded, there were so many times where I started talking and there was like, hold on another idea. I have ADHD, Steve. That's fair. <laughs> okay, go on. I was thinking more about the Lex and Rob conflict when we were talking about it. I didn't want to say it at the time because I didn't want to derail us, but I wrote it down. It's it's I'm paraphrasing here, but like about Rob Sesternino and Lex and all the people that are great strategists. Maybe that's too much credit to Lex, but that Rob just walked right over and kind of sloppily. Like, let's be honest, like Rob and Amber did not play the most subtle game in the world. The most dangerous man to the best sword fighter in the world is not the second best sword fighter in the world. <laughs> it is some idiot who's never held a sword and you're not sure what they're going to do next. Yeah. That phrase which i'm paraphrasing it belays a type of like well no they like there are rules to this there's engagement and rob's second place finish is built on the backs of other people thinking he would follow rules that he laughed in their face and went why the fuck would i follow some imaginary rule and then comes back with so much regret later yeah we'll talk about that yeah so yeah there's there's a lot going on, but also, man, this game, despite, you could be the best strategist in the world, and if everyone's like, that guy's the best strategist in the world. Correct. You're <laughs> fucked. Yep. Like, you, can, you can't get around that. Yeah. So much is about, we've talked about before many, many times, mitigate your risk. Yep. And in this season where everyone knows who you are already, yikes. And yet. Everyone knew that Boston Rob was out in front forever. That That is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the bully pulpit. He's good at it. He bullied his way all the way to the end and then realized, oh, I bullied my way all the way to the end. <laughs> Oops. What an interesting Final Four this is. I agree. What an odd group of people. <laughs> Just give me your overall vibes of these final four. Of wh- why? How do we get here? Why is this the way it is? And did you like that this was the way it was? Yeah. I, it, a question I have for behind the scenes is we see a lot of Rob being like, oh, I'm taking... Like, right away, they're like, oh, yeah, we made this deal with Rupert and Jenna to, like, fuck with them, basically, and, like, make them loyal to us. But... It seems like it actually was genuine. Like, there's a lot of like hand wringing of like, oh, maybe we'll get rid of Rupert now, or like, oh, maybe we'll like maybe we'll get rid of Jenna. I think that was all smoke the entire time for whatever reason, and I don't think it was good for their game. Boston Robin Amber seemed to really actually want to take Rupert and Jenna to the end. Interesting from a, from an outsider perspective, it looks to me like they did what Boston Rob does at the end. Where you're like, hey, I want an alliance with everyone, and then I can pick which one is most advantageous to me at the end. And Boston Rob has said cocky, arrogant, or mean things every time he's read off a vote. Except for Rupert's. I see what you're saying. He says, like, it's an honor and a pleasure to play the game with you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I do think there's something human in him that had a hard time getting rid of Rupert. Yeah, I think he's a good guy, but I I think Rob knows better than anyone. Rob, If Rupert makes it to that final tribal council, Rupert wins. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you have to get rid of him there. Any but, of the but, four. But think about that, though. 
like Rupert is better at the challenges than a lot of the people he's voted off before. Rupert is guaranteed to beat anybody in that final four. And yet, he kicked out Big Tom over him. He kicked out Alicia over him. He mm-hmm. kicked out Sheehan over him. He kicked out, like, that is kind of wild to me in a way. Yeah, I agree. Do I think it's the most sound strategy? No. But also, it again, from my perspective, it seems like, and we don't know who Rupert is. He doesn't know who Rupert is, really. Sure. He's taking a couple of nobodies into this final sure, four. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't know that. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, he doesn't really know that America fucking loves Rupert. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he gonna learn. Anyway, yeah. I just think it's, I think it's interesting that he shows that bit of loyalty to somebody that is a bigger threat than other people he's gotten rid of when his whole strategy in both seasons is collecting a cast of misfits that do not challenge him in any way. hmm Yeah. All right. Then this episode starts the way we ended it with, did you see the fucking look that Tom gave us? Ooh, yep. Oh, yeah, that's brutal. Cool, I'm going to go clean this pot in the creek immediate. We're talking like 10 seconds later. Dude, Tom's metaphorical body is not even cold. So Jenna. <laughs> Jenna? Hey, Jenna. Hey, Jenna. You're gonna get How you feel about fucking over Rupert? You feel good about it? I'm, I feel like you you would feel good about it. And she considers it, and she ends up doing it. I, this is part, okay, another reason why I think this is an interesting situation for them is they get kind of lucky, Boston Robin Amber, in who wins the immunity. I mean, it's a immunity challenge of skill. Sure. But it was really close. It was. If Jenna makes, or uh, sorry, if, if Amber makes one wrong turn, Rupert wins that immunity challenge. He was on her heels. He had all seven pieces, or eight pieces, or whatever it was. Yeah. He didn't make it to the, the middle post by the time she was done, but... He was within striking distance, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's not like she had like some crazy huge lead. No. If Rupert wins immunity, this this entire game changes. I agree. T- tell me more. I have an idea of why that happens, but tell me. So the odds on, and this is jumping ahead, but it's the finale. We are all over the place in this episode already. Go yeah, on. That's fine. Once Amber wins, I actually think Jenna makes the right call, kind of. Because your odds are bad. Like, okay, if you have immunity, you're safe. Rocks won't change that, mm-hmm. so, apparently. So Jenna, or Amber is safe. God damn it. So if you're Jenna, you can vote Rupert out. Guarantee you get to the final three, which is probably more money than being the fourth person out. Yeah, absolutely. And give yourself a challenge that you know what it is. You don't have to go in blind. You know what the challenge is. It's going to be endurance-based. It's going to be hold on to the idol. And take a bet on yourself. Or you take a one in three shot that you're in the exact same position you were before. A one in three shot that you go home. Or a one in three shot that Boston Rob goes home and that's really good for you. Mm -hmm. If Rupert wins that immunity challenge, that shoe's on the other foot. You now have a two-thirds chance that you are in a really good position. Sure. This might be the most important immunity challenge we have ever seen. I've said that a couple of times, usually around like, oh, the tribe numbers, like it it broke up a gridlock. But like, this is breaking up a gridlock that is two versus two. That's as tight as it gets. That is as tight as it gets. Yep. And with how much Jenna was on the fence, 
I think there is well, she wouldn't be able to vote for Rupert anyway. But I, I think there's zero chance that they that they swing Rupert to vote for Jenna. That's not who he is. You are absolutely correct. There's no way. And at that point, I do. I talked last episode. I didn't put enough weight into like who wins immunity. But like at that point, maybe Amber does stab Boston Rob in the face. <laughs> it it's a possibility. I think what she does. I I do not fault her for what she does in this scenario. The odds were not in her favor. Odds were not in her favor, and she she bet on herself, which I think is the best survivor thing you can do, is say, I'm going to put this in my own hands. Whatever happens, happens. I think it depends on where in the game Mm -hmm. you do that. I think at final three... At the last possible moment to do it? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And with a chance... Like, Jenna... I think had a real shot to win that challenge. Sure. She lost focus, but like, it's not like going back to like Thailand where it's like, I don't even remember her name anymore. The, uh, the, the older contestant. It's late, dude. It's late. Like you are 87 years old. You are not winning the endurance based challenge. I'm so sorry to tell you that, but I've been surprised before. Lil did last season. Jan. Jan. Fucking Jan. Jan. Yeah. Yeah. Jan ain't winning that. Sorry, Jan. But I do like this game of chicken. I I just hate that immunity is what decides it. Yeah. But you take it on the other chin. I I also, if it were me, I probably would have gone to rocks. And mm-hmm. I I say this, no, well, okay. I have to walk this. I, I do, if I were her in this position, I would probably take it to rocks. Just on the fact that, like... It's a 50-50 shot. You lose Rupert, great. You went out swinging. I, I just look across that, and I'm like, there's absolutely no way Rob or Amber is taking me. Yeah, I mean, it's not a 50-50 shot, though. No. It's... it's, But it it's... You have, a th- you have a 33% chance that it goes better for you than if you vote out Rupert. Sure. But if you just vote with them anyway, then there it is. It's a 50-50 shot of... Things are different than what I have control over, or things are, I'm in the power position here. Yeah, but the other 50 is that you go home. (laughs) Oh, well. And you don't get to do the endurance challenge, which also, so, okay, they all should know what the Mm -hmm. final three challenge is going to be. Sure, Survivor could could trick them, but, like, come on. It's all-stars. Rupert, that's not a good challenge for Rupert. No, I don't don't think it is I don't know why we spent, I mean, maybe they made the same deal... Rupert against Jenna or maybe they didn't try because they know Rupert's loyalty but like everyone kind of just agreed that like Rupert will win that challenge and I was like no he won't no I and I don't remember that being talked about I think more so they just cannot let him get into the final two sure absolutely not I might have I might have put too much stock in that anyway I'm gonna get us back on track just for the life of us yeah I'm a gambling man, Jared. I like to gamble. I didn't think that between the two of us, you'd be the gambler. Mm. It comes to games, I'm all about that gamble. Mm. Immunity challenge. Number one, it's the giant maze. So, I like this challenge. I do too. It's not quite the maze, the blindfold maze from the other challenge. Or from... Amazon? Was that Amazon? Yeah. I thought so. It was, because that was the one Jenna won. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't... I didn't think they were blindfolded in that one. Jenna's was, yes. Oh, okay. Yep. It was the one where they were feeling around and, like, they had to do, uh, f- use navigation and... Oh, yep. I remember now. Okay. Yep. Uh, anyway, they have to find eight ladder rungs scattered throughout a maze, 
and there are obstacles in the way, like sticks and climb under thing. They're pretty weak obstacles. They're pretty weak obstacles, but you don't want them to be hefty obstacles. Sure. Otherwise, this is going to take a while. And boy, Amber looked absolutely burnt in this challenge, like mm. out of gas. Yeah. And she she won, but still, she was breathing real heavy. Mm-hmm. And you have to go one at a time, so you have to bring the ladder rung to the middle before you can go back and get another one. My biggest question, and I pointed this out to you, they didn't have color tie-ons. Usually when you have a challenge like this where you are color-coordinated, you have something on your body to remind you, I am this color. Mm. There is a strong chance, and looking at these people and how absolutely destroyed they are, that someone makes a mental mistake and takes a piece for someone else. Do you think they kind of wanted them to? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think they wanted, well, that, I don't think Survivor wants that on that, their that hands. Kind of drama? Yeah, that's fair. But boy, would it make for good TV. It would make for some pretty yeah. good TV. I, I also, I wrote down one quote from Jeff, which is like, Boston Rob quietly sneaks in with his fifth rung. And I was like, Jeff, he's never done anything quietly in his life. <laughs> we don't do quiet We don't here. believe that. Come on, Jeff, let's go. And I love Jeff just walking along the top of the maze. Yeah. Like a fucking, like, pursuit predator. Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing up here, Jeff? <laughs> he is right where he needs to be, looking down on all of us. <laughs> All the time. That's true. That is where he thrives. Yay. So, yeah, Rob gets out to a lead, but it's it's pretty thin. Everyone seems to be close for at least the first four to five-ish rungs. And then you start getting lost where yeah. the maze starts kicking in where you're like, where did I go? Where did I not go? Yeah. How can I find these pieces that I don't know if I've even seen them yet? This is... This is a cool challenge, but it is it is hard to keep track of as a viewer. Yeah. I think it's harder because they all – it's one maze with a bunch of different entrances where they're all trying to go to all of them. Like it's not like each of them has their own individual maze to solve where we be like, oh, yeah, this person's here and this person's here or whatever. Or maybe it was just the camera work. I don't know. I had a really hard time keeping track of like who was winning. It was a very frantic camera work job. Yeah. Where, I mean, you have to. Everyone's moving at a very quick pace, turning a lot of corners. And I don't think they had enough camera people for this. Probably. Like, there's just no way. (laughs) Unless you're setting a camera person at every single intersection of the maze. And boy, is that not fun. (laughs) They can't do the obstacles with the camera. (laughs) No. No. Uh, Anyway... Rob starts to get dizzy lost in this challenge, and that's when Amber quietly sneaks into the lead and then doesn't look back. Rupert keeps it close, and it looked like Jenna was not too far behind Rupert either. I think Jenna was a full—I think she needed one more piece. Okay. Over. Uh, doesn't matter. Amber gets up there, and she celebrates, and she never won individual immunity before then. Crazy. Yeah, isn't that fun? So, now we get some some back scramble. I just realized something. Okay. Steven, this is for you. This is also for the listeners. And this is for, specifically for the listeners who already had seen All-Stars when we were doing Australia. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you sat here and laughed at me every week while I made fun of Amber. Correct. For how bad she was at Survivor. That was your... Probably worst take that early. Well, she she was bad at Australia. She 
yes she was not like a solid player in australia and she learned and she figured it out fucking did like that must have been so enjoyable for all of you and i hate you all 100 percent. great (laughs) (laughs) so jenna we're solid right right stinks of rancid (laughs) We, we go through and tells rupert i'm i'm not going with them I'm I'm with you 100% here. I was so like she made I think that her for all the reasons we talked about already, her going with them is the right choice. Just just by the math. But don't sit him down and be like they propositioned me. They want me to vote with them. And I'm not going to do it, baby. I'm not doing it. I'm sticking with you 100% just to go and do it. Yeah. She she, I think she was convinced that she was not going to do it, that she was going to yeah. pull rocks. But, okay, I, this might come as a surprise, Stephen. I am somebody that will sometimes be very gung-ho on decisions. What? And then change my mind. How? I do not believe it, Jared. And if you are somebody like that, now mind you, she's 26 years old. <laughs> but if you're somebody like that, it is your responsibility to know that about yourself <laughs> and put in put put in some disclaimers and maybe just say like and I don't think I'm going to do it it's still a couple of days till tribal or a day till tribal or a few hours till tribal I got to really clear my head but right now I'm leaning in that direction and not just say and I'm with you all the way baby <laughs> she doesn't need no stinking disclaimers we're going in we're going in hard because that just that that takes it from being somebody that like has an open mind and is like willing to like you know be flexible to somebody that's just unreliable. Yeah, yeah, yep. We're very different people, Jared. We know this. We've yeah. done a whole show about that's, this. That's literally the premise of our show. Yeah, I am far too analytical for this shit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no. Even if I'm like, uh, they propositioned me. Like, there's no way I'm going against that. Like. If you don't know, convince Rupert, and she did, but she was convincing herself, convince Rupert that you're all good and nothing is wrong, and then go talk to them and be like, we're all good, nothing is wrong, and then make your decision. I have never trusted you less as a human being good. after hearing you say that. I'm glad. Because, <laughs> see, I'm the chaotic one in this in this relationship. <laughs> and yes, it's a relationship now. Ah, uh, okay. I, I gotta make room for another ring. <laughs> But you always know where I stand, because I'll just tell you. Oh, no. I am I am the silent killer, which is why people are like, oh, Steven's good at games. That's fair. Oh, no. I draw a lot of aggro. You do draw a lot of aggro, and that is a little purposeful on my part. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't trade with Jared. You direct people in my, like... T- I do, and most people don't listen to me, though, and that's a problem. It's true. And then Jared ends up winning because people <laughs> didn't listen to me. Okay, anyway. I I wrote down at this point... Okay, so Rob has, like, a beach walk with Amber of, like, it might be me. Uh, Because the minute that Rob loses power, he doesn't know how to play the game anymore. He is so lucky he never was out of the power position in this (laughs) game, even for a day. Amber has already won. (laughs) Like... At this point, with Amber having immunity and making Final 3, she's already won the game. She's just doing side achievements at this point. Like, 
she's already one survivor. It's just like she's like, oh, I'm gonna go for the bonus achievement of like bring my boyfriend to the final two so I can beat him. You get a platinum trophy for that one. That's true. <laughs> Um, uh, like a diamond trophy. Am I right? Hey. That's a that's a ring joke. Okay. Anyway, Rob's like, you can't beat him. You can't beat Rupert. There's no way you're beating Rupert. And it kind of gets in her head, and she's she's thinking about it. Jenna, that is Jenna. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, not to Amber. Yeah. Very, I mean, they both know they can't beat Rupert. <laughs> I think Amber could. Amber has a possibility. Except she's has a terrible final tribal, which we'll talk about. Correct. Yeah. There's a, a dramatic hand-holding moment. It's it's cute. Yeah, and then Rob's, like, basically giving up. If I go home tonight, you, you better go win it. I believe in sure. you. Sure. I believe in you. And then we get to tribal. Tribal. Jenna's, like, facing the jury's traumatic. Wait, I want to say one more thing. Which Go is, on. Rupert gives the best synopsis of who he is as a person before going tribal. Where Jenna's like, I haven't made my mind yet. And talks about, like, emotions or whatever. And, and Rupert says, my emotions control me, both in this game and outside of this game. That's valid. That's pretty much what we've talked about with Rupert all through Pearl Islands. Yeah. Is that he is incredibly emotionally intelligent and volatile because he like his emotions control him and it was interesting interesting to hear him articulate that yeah and i think we have two people who are both like that with him and boston rob they just they just do it in very different ways i wonder if that's why boston rob likes him so much oh could be something to do with it emotion bros yeah Hmm. go to therapy together volatility bros bros. (laughs) volatility bros that's not me calling for them to go to therapy. Like, they could just go together and, like, high-five on their way out. Everyone should go to therapy. Hell yeah. Everyone that can afford it. It's not accessible. <laughs> Fuck. Ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Tribal Council. Jenna's like, oh, boy. Facing a, a, this jury is traumatic. Like, nobody wants to do that. But also, I want a million dollars, so yeah, I want to You're going to have to, so. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Interesting uh, strategy here. He's calling his shot. There's two sides to every story. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, he's he's basically teasing that, like, I have... He, we know that he's talking about Big Tom. That, like, hey... I got dirt. I got dirt. It ends up being a wet fart of, <laughs> of a dirt because it's like, holy shit, does the jury rip him apart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, at that point, like, what you had is nothing, but... I did notice that Jeff didn't even bother to ask Amber if she wanted to <laughs> give up immunity. You're right. You're right. Do you think anybody's going to do that ever again? Is it? Are we at the point where we just stop asking? Until Well, I think at some point you stop asking because people know that they can. Mm-hmm. I think at least until we have hidden immunity idols. Mm. I would not be surprised to see somebody use some fuckery of like, giving somebody their immunity necklace because they say like, oh, we had some deal or like, oh, I'm safe or whatever. And then drawing all of the aggro and then dropping the hidden immunity idol for themselves. That'd be a good move. Especially if it's like final five or something and you were, you're in the bottom. Like if it's final five and it's like you and your ally against a group of three, like, yeah, that's the time to do it. That'd be a good move. And if you do, if you give them immunity and drop your hidden immunity idol it's way more cred for you than you just playing your own hidden immunity idol. Boy, that'd be a good move, Jared. Did I just predict a move, like, word for word? 
So we're moving on. Oh, that'd be so cool. Rupert, Rupert gets voted out. Jenna does flip on him. A three to one vote. And this hug, post vote, before he gets his, his torch snuffed. Real quick, Jenna still didn't know in the booth. She didn't. She was very confused. Which is wild to me because you can... So this is a game of chicken. A game of chicken with the odds against you. Yep. In a straight up 2v2, it's just a game of chicken, but with immunity that really puts the thumb on the scale. But you can still vote for Rob the first time and then go out and talk about it Yep. and see what you can do and see... I don't think there's anything you can do, but like at least make it more painful. Talk it over. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't. Nope. Nope. So... Rupert's going home. There's a, a nice little hug there before sh- Rupert walks over to get his torch snuffed. And what does he say? Uh, it's part of the game. I get it. Yeah. How do you think Rupert does in Future Survivor? Uh, I mean, he's he's always a threat to win. The only thing is, I think, because he's so likable. Well, okay, sorry. If he's ever in a final two, he's a threat to win. Mm. Which is why I don't think Rupert ever makes a final two. Mm. <laughs> but people like having him around. People that are that are good people and like hard workers and value all that kind of stuff and value honesty like having him around because so does he. And people who are lazy like having him around because he'll do all the work. <laughs> yeah. You're not but wrong on that one. From the moment the merge happens, he is a threat. He is. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Well, you're going to get another chance because he's coming back. Heroes versus villains. Heroes versus villains. Yeah. Him and Sandra on the Heroes Tribe. Wait, is Sandra villains? Yes. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, I thought I thought you knew because we've definitely talked. about We did. That. I just remembered it wrong. I was just like, J- Jared, Sandra, Sandra, no, no hero. Well, that well, that's the thing is like Sandra could go either way. Mm. She's one of those people that you could put on either side of that, that's, depending on who you have. You're so, not wrong. Yeah. All right, so we'll see you in a few seasons, there, Rupert. Take take a well needed rest. Oh my God, he. I would say he needs a vacation, but, like, he shouldn't travel. Rupert, Go just home. sleep. Yeah. Hibernate. Go home. Rest. Get better. So we wake up in the morning. Oh, good morning, Jeff. A nice little... 5 a.m. Hey. You're going to go. You're going to paddle down this river. You're going to put on... And I say this as the words of Survivor. Jewels of the tribe of Indians... The Kunas. Gunas is what I discovered. So I, I did some research, and I actually kind of want to start doing this. Um, we haven't talked about this before. Oh, please do. We should start talking about the peoples that lived in the areas that survivors— The indigenous people? The indigenous people yeah. that live there. Not like survivor displaced them, but that like if they're going to if they're gonna use their names, like we should get more context. So Tell me more. I did Tell a little bit more. of research of the Gunas. I thought so, it was a C. So did I, but then— it, Wikipedia pulled up Guna. It looks like they're another thing pulled up Kuna. I'm not entirely sure. This it's, is a very cursory Google Google search. It not wouldn't an expert. be the first time that a closed captionist got it wrong right. without checking. They didn't bother to check. No. So um, Guna people were living in what is now northern Colombia and the Darien province of Panama at the time of the Spanish invasion, and only later began to move westward towards what is now Gunayala during a conflict with the Spanish and other indigenous groups. Centuries before the conquest, the Gunas arrived in South America as a part of the Chibachan migration, moving east from Central America. At the time of the Spanish invasion, they were living in the region of Uraba and near the borders of what is now Antiquia, 
Teoquia and Caldas. I'm going to skip some of this because it's like, it, it's just hard to parse of like very regional stuff uh-huh. in Central America. You didn't think you were going to learn something today on Survivor? While you do this, I'm just going to, I'm going to give the the dramatic Survivor music. So keep going. Okay. During the first decades of the 20th century, the Panamanian government attempted to suppress many of the traditional customs. Shocking. This was bitterly resisted, culminating in a short-lived yet successful revolt in 1925 known as the Dulé Revolution, or People Revolution, led by Igulabilinya, nailed it, Nele Contule of Ustupu, and supported by American adventurer and part-time diplomat Richard Oglesby Marsh. What the Interesting. Fuck? And a treaty in which the Panamanians agreed to give Guna some degree of cultural autonomy. The San Bias Islands could be rendered uninhabitable by sea level rise by the late 21st century. Well, that's a fucking bummer. <laughs> that last bit didn't hadn't scanned that yet. Uh... That's a fucking bummer. They're famous for their bright molas, which is a... Um, I'm going to show Stephen picture now. It's basically really bright, interwoven, beautiful fabric. Ooh, that's very pretty. Yeah. So, go Gunas. You go. deserve better. We, l- we learned something today. We learned something today. Thank you, Jared. So, they're told they're going to go put on some jewelry. They're going to do the torch walk. And then they're going right to the final immunity challenge. Yes. Cue the music. Boy, I every time... It gets me. It's really cool. This is some good music, and they didn't use they didn't use the like one that I was using mm-hmm. until later. But boy, the uh, they paint a beautiful picture. It is nice that they all know each other. Yeah. So like from the first vote, they know who that person is, and they've interacted with them. Yes, for that, years. That is correct. They at least know. Ah, yes, of course. Tina, the first winner. The first one's always fucking awkward if it's like the wrong tribe or something. It's like that person I saw for a day. That guy, very cool. Something about his his holes. I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) We'll never die. We'll never die. Um, he controls all his holes. But like Amber spent like weeks with Tina. She actually she loves Tina. So I I don't know. I this walk really hit home for me. Mm -hmm. This is a good walk. The Jewelry, though, interesting. I, I do appreciate that they give them, like, diagrams of how people wear the jewelry so mm-hmm. they're not just, like, throwing. And even the face paint, which was light. really cool. The face paint was light yep. and not, like, decking themselves out in face paint. <laughs> Remember Borneo when they walked over hot coals and caked themselves in mud? Yeah, it was a bad choice. <laughs> the mud was such a fuck-up. <laughs> yeah. Who needs to breathe? Oh. Okay, anyway, they do that. It's beautiful. We we see everything. Interesting that they gave Sue a voiceover here. Yes, although I want to say first, Rudy's Rudy's speech was basically like, shouldn't have come. Shouldn't have done it. I thought I could do it. I didn't do it. Rudy's like, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting that they gave Sue a voiceover. I mean, I think you, you have to, right? Like they didn't to yeah, Austin. But you, yeah, but you have to because you, you're going you to give Jenna one. Yes, so you have to give Sue one, and also the circumstances under which Sue left, yeah. and they prob and they already had that deal's already worked out. That Jared. deal's already worked out. Give me, give me my money. Yep, Sue will say about like, oh, my emotions were so big and cool. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. They gave her the bare minimum. Like it was two or three sentences well, I, at the most. That's probably all she wanted to give them. Yeah. But, like, 
hey, they gave her at least that. They put a period on the end of her sentence. Yep. Good. Okay. Thank you, Survivor. You could have done far worse. I didn't realize Ethan never got a vote in Africa. That's yeah. crazy. We've talked about it before, but I keep forgetting. It's just wild to me. Golden Boy. Yep. I love it. I love him so much. Any anything else you want to pull from that? They show Jerry like like pulling back the bow, like she gives a pretty good speech, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's a really cool shot. And then they show her whiffing, yeah, which she didn't hit. But like, you didn't have to. You could have just shown her firing the arrow. You didn't need to show her missing. No, I want to see it. No, um, it was crazy to me that Alicia only made it six days farther because she made it much farther in the game by numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's two less people and like ten less days than Australia. So. The game speeds up a lot at in the last chunk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sheehan had a good attitude about, mm-hmm. like, that's yeah, a game. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, Sheehan seemed the most well-adjusted between everyone on yep. the jury. Yeah. And I think part of that is Sheehan, like, feeling like the only sane person in the fucking room with a bunch <laughs> of crazy people that don't understand that they're playing a game. Yeah. And I just wrote, I fucking love Amber. I don't know why. It was, it was like I think it was her confessional. It was like, the part. It was probably the part where she says it was an honor to play with Rupert. Yeah, probably. I think I, I think it was like her whole walk. Like I don't know. She's just she's great. Good vibes. Uh, I appreciate Alicia saying I held back in challenges. Yes, I didn't want to be like perceived as a threat. And I was like, oh damn. Yeah, I. <sighs> you believe that? Yes and no. Because like, did you hold back any individual challenges? I'd hope not. I I want to say she did, but not in the one that got her voted out. Fair. Okay. Yeah. But it, that's as far as I can tell from... I can see that, though, especially being as strong as she is. Like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Then we start the immunity challenge, baby. We are doing the endurance challenge. We are barefoot on two posts, one a little higher than the other, with one hand on the idol. Now, the fucking camera shot of this as they walk in is metal as hell. It's pretty cool. It's They do the aerial shot where you're looking down at this little pond that they constructed with the boards looking mm-hmm. over the, the, the idol. It's great. Yeah. All of it's great. And we have to be very specific about these rules. Yep. And I, I appreciate them being very specific about the rules because this is important once and, again. And once we heard all of the rules, I went, oh, cool. So somebody's going to lift their foot off for a second. Correct. Yeah. So all you have to do, if your foot comes off either post, if your hand comes off of the idol or your other hand touches the idol or anywhere else that it shouldn't be, you're done. Immediate. You're done. Now, it is unfortunate that this is Jenna. Yes. Because she loses focus and all of that. The circumstances around this could have been so cool that, okay, so we've had a lot of people make deals or try to make deals in the final three. We've had a lot of ambiguity in the final three through most of the seasons. Uh-huh. There's no fucking ambiguity here, Jenna. There is none. You either win or you go home. Correct. And that stage, like that stage being set is so fucking Dope, and it's wasted potential that she loses focus and moves her foot. Yep. Yep. Unfortunate. Like you said, it was, it's cool visuals. There's no breeze, so it gets real hot real fast. Yeah, Jeff says 108 degrees. 108 degrees. At two-hour mark, Jeff says 108 degrees. Somewhere between one and two hours, Jenna's like, I feel great. I can go however long I have to go, plus one minute. Yep. 
No, yeah, Jeff asked, like, how long do you think you can go? And she's like, however long I need to. Mm-hmm. What, one minute longer than these other people. And as we've seen time and time again with Jenna, and don't get me wrong, I like Jenna, but her mind fails her before her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's a call. So at 2.23, Jenna briefly, briefly yep. lifts her back foot. And I'm surprised that even Jeff saw this because it. they show us the replay and it's not much. Every time somebody moved their foot, he must have been staring. I'm sure they had cameras fucking watching close because they had to have. They've had other seasons where people have gotten screwed out of stuff and they've had to do big payouts. Yep. I'm sure there was a lot of eyes on this. Correct. I assume there's at least one camera on every single pe- person's foot. Yes. And one person... Like, looking at hands. That being said, I fucking hate this technicality. <laughs> because I could have been so good. Where do you think... Do you think Survivor kind of sticks with this format for a while? Like, the, the tough endurance challenge where, like, a small, minuscule thing can do it? Or do they start moving to something else? I hope it's it's a tough endurance challenge, but I hope they get a little more lax on the rules. Where it's like, you could have this exact same setup and go, Cool. Stay up there as long as you can. If you need to readjust your footing, that's fine. One foot and one hand must remain on at all times. In that heat with those angles, they've done it. They've they've gotten it down to a pretty good science of like how to make it brutal. Yeah. Even if somebody's changing hands, even if somebody's like using one foot at a time, that's not going to add that much <laughs> more time. But you don't get into these like ticky tacky things where it's like. Oh, you, your foot barely grazed while you were changing your, like, while you were moving positions. Like, I hope they refine that a little bit. Sure. And I agree with you to a point. However, the fact that this went over three hours makes me say, no, I think they got it right. Okay. I, listen, here's the thing. It takes three hours in, the, in game time. It's going to take us five minutes regardless. Correct. I yes. don't care if they go fucking nine hours. <laughs> I do. I want this. I want the drama. Do, do you remember the challenge where they went for like nine hours? Well, okay, well, that one was stupid because it was literally like a five-foot platform. It was not difficult. <laughs> that one, they could have gone days. I, I, if if they are under those types, under the circumstances that this challenge put them under, and they can go nine hours, I want to see it. Okay. All right. So, Jenna lifts her back foot at 223. And then both of the other two go, so you're going to jump in now, right? right? I love some good fuck fighting. It Explain. Uh, I, need, I need you to explain this phrase. So when you are enemies by circumstances, but you are lovers by <laughs> affectation. Uh... So like a good example is like Batman and Catwoman in like all of the Batman media, like that's some fuck fighting. <laughs> Batman and Catwoman. Spider-Man and Catwoman. Well, yeah. Catwoman and Catwoman. Correct. All of the Catwomen. No, yeah. Some some good fuck fighting. In this case, they went from lovers to enemies to lovers. Mm. Mm. But it definitely did make them hesitate for a moment of, yeah, like, we're good now, right? Yeah, Just you like, let go. Oh. No, you let go. But, like, even the way they get to it's really kind of cute. And, like, okay, first of all, poor fucking Jenna. Yeah. She knows her fate is sealed. And she has to sit there for an hour and just watch them. Correct. And know that, like, cool, so I go home in seven hours? Great. Yeah. 
I kind of love this energy where they both know that they're going to take the other one, but like, they're like, no, earn no, it. I want to win. Yeah. yeah. Earn it. I want to feel good about this. Beat me. And even Jeff pointed out, like, does, do you think the winner of this has like an advantage going into the final tribal? Like, does it give them a, maybe a vote or two? Yeah. He's looking for any angle to make it, to like make it a competition. And, and as we find out later, like, it's close. Like, it could have swayed a little bit. Eh. It doesn't, but it could have. Yeah, if Amber had never won an immunity challenge, maybe. Sure. But she just won one. Okay. And, like, part of her argument is never going to be, I'm a challenge beast sitting next to Boston Rob. I am the best in the world. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yes, so anyway, o- over three-hour mark. They're basically, like, goofing around at yeah. this point. So, and, Boston Rob squats. Uh-huh. Until, and he's like, oh, it feels really good being down here to get some pressure off. And she's talking about, like, oh, I can't do that. I'm too short. I can only reach to here. And touches the idol with her finger to point at, like, where she can reach to. And just like, nope, put your other hand on it. No, you did it. You made, you made a mistake. It's like, all it takes is one little brain fart. Technically true. Yep. You just want to get the fuck out of that challenge. Me too. I want to, like, all right, we're done. Bye. So Rob wins. Rob wins and has a seat at the final tribal council. And Amber's like, I don't know, 99% sure Rob is going to take me. He's going to take you. Yeah. You're good. Which they don't even show really much between this and tribal because it doesn't matter. There's a confessional of, like, Rob talking about how, like, it'd be easier to beat Jenna. And I'm like, this prompt was literally the producer being like, all right, tell us, give us a hypothetical scenario where you vote out Amber. Go. Yeah, what's, what What would be a reason why you'd be like, yeah, Jenna, please. Doesn't no. make any sense. Nope. <sighs> yeah, honestly, like, by the time they get to tribal, they should have just walked in, set their torches down, and Rob should have just walked to vote. <laughs> like, why are we even talking? So, we're here. Vote by... Yeah, tribal council number two. <laughs> Jeff's question to Jenna, though. What happened? Just like, I don't know, you tell me. You told me I lifted my foot. I don't yeah, remember lifting my foot. She still doesn't believe it. Which, to be fair, I mean, it was such a minuscule amount that I uh-huh. might not believe it either. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, I guarantee you she requested that tape. Yes, absolutely. And I know as well as anyone that Jared doesn't trust official rulings. No, they should. officials should be better at their job. Jeff would make a good referee. Uh, okay, Rob, I don't. I don't think I can win against either of them. Either of these two ladies. And four people on the jury go, "Yup, <laughs> you're right. You're right." Hmm. Four. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And Amber kind of like builds him up a little bit, where he's like, he has thought through every single decision that he's made a hundred percent. Sure about that? <laughs> you sure about you sure that? About that? <laughs> No, but he is, he, he does overthink, and like, he thinks through things a lot. Like, yeah, it's true. As much as we like to say that he, he plays very emotional, and he follows his emotions sometimes, his decisions are very logical. Yeah. And he has thought about them before he goes and, like, goes and fucks over Lex. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, anything you want to say about this before I say Jenna's gone? No, nah, Jenna's gone. I, I do, okay, wait, actually, no, one small thing. I... 
did love that I was like riffing while Steve and I were watching the episode, and Steven's not even trying to hide it from me. No, like oftentimes Steven will say nothing if I'm riffing, and he's like joking about Jenna going home because it's like it's so fucking obvious that like what are we doing? <laughs> we got to fill two hours. All right, and uh, here we go. Yep. So we're down to Rob. We're down to Amber. 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 God, we, I've known this since day one. You have. You, and I've never seen the season. You you nailed it, Jared. Like, you knew what this That's was. That's not a good thing. <laughs> I agree. It is not it a good thing. It shouldn't be so obvious. Yeah. All right. So, there's no picnic. There's no nothing. They're just like, all right, enjoy your last day here. Which... I mean, that must have been really magical for them. It was cute. Yeah. I, I forgot to talk about the scrapbook that they gave him. It, oh, yeah. Because they did give him a picnic for Final Four, and they gave him a scrapbook and a Polaroid camera, mm-hmm. which, what a world to live in that a Polaroid camera is not a novelty. <laughs> I mean, it is in their world at that time. At that time, yes. On but, the island. <laughs> but the fact that no one's like, oh, look at this Polaroid. These. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I love it. Yep. It's it's still like people have the disposable cameras where you can like bring them to a, a Walmart and have it developed. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. But no, that's still a viable option. The Polaroid, and yeah, they're just hanging out. They're having photo shoots. It's cute. It is cute. This is a date. <laughs> I joked at this point that, like, the show must be watching them like a hawk to make sure they're not conspiring to share money. <laughs> but, like, they get engaged before the winner is announced. Technically, does that count as conspiring to win the money? No. We're If we're going by the same ownership details of, like, a home, prior to us getting married, Michaela and I owned each 50% of this condo. Yes. Now that we're married, we both own 100% of this condo. Which, watching you try to explain that to Michaela is one of my favorite things. It was pretty funny. I, I actually, we just talked about it again today. Cause <laughs> God damn it! Saying it doesn't make any sense, but I don't know why that came up. Doesn't matter. It's very funny. It is very funny. We, we get some mushy-gushy stuff. Amber's like, yeah. he always makes you feel safe and important and proud of yourself and... Rob's like, even when we get separated, we, we we work together as a team. They're all gonna hate us when this is over. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And then he 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 goes and like Charles Darwin said it best: the survival of the fittest. Like, sure, okay. okay, all right. Weird. Um, final tribal, final tribal time. So, <laughs> first of all, right away in their pre-jury question speeches, their intro speeches, if you will. Rob looks like a school kid that's about to be chastised. (laughs) His body language is like, I have fucked around and I fear I am about to find out. Yes. The the sowing, very fun. But oh no, here comes the reaping. Get ready, Rob. And then Amber, her opening statement is kind of what she sticks to the entire time. And in any other season with any other person on the other side of her, now, mind you, I think game-wise, they've both won already. Yes. They're phoning in the game part of this final tribal. 
I think at this point, Boston Rob's trying to save his friendships. <laughs> and Amber is trying not to make Boston Rob look worse. But she needs to give herself more credit. She spends the entire final tribal chalking it up to luck. Mm-hmm. And giving Rob credit for all of the big moves. And it's kind of disappointing. She's lucky this did not cost her. Because she does. She feels bad that he's getting his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. And she, I think, gets caught up in that and doesn't necessarily think through all of her answers super well. Yeah, now, and and all all that being said, in previous seasons, I'd be like, you had days to think about this, or at least like a day. You've been you've been thinking about the jury this whole time. You've been you like take that last day and like write your speeches. That's not their focus Mm-mm. because of the dynamic of their relationship. So I do give her some slack on that. I think if it was her sitting next to Jenna or her sitting next to Rupert or her sitting next to anybody that's not Boston Rob, she has better answers. I agree because she has to play harder. Sure. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it's legitimately just like, okay, I'm going to try to get through this final tribal and not have people hate me. Okay. Do you have any other overall vibes of this final tribal before I just like cruise through all this information? No, let's get into the individual. They're not questions, but let's get through the individual lashings. Yeah. So we start with our, as we usually do, the opening statement. Rob's like, this has been emotional. Uh, you're all pissed off. I get that. I, I made a promise that I couldn't keep because of promises to others. I tried to look out for my team while also looking out for myself. It is funny watching Rob dance around the fact that he had a pre-show alliance without being able to, being allowed to say it. Sure. Amber's like, I didn't come out to make friends or relationships. I came to win. But then the friends and relationships happened along the way. So yep. like, that's tough. And she keeps going on, and it gets weirdly messy in the middle. Yeah. And then she's like, I got out of this what I needed to. They're taking the Tina approach yeah. of my life will be awesome regardless of whether you vote for me. Give me money or not. I'm good. Yeah. Life is life is good. She saw Tina do that and was like, wait a minute. Yes. And then we get into the questions, kind of. Questions. Yeah, we start off with Giant Lex. Giant air quotes. We start off with Lex, and Lex was more, uh, let me put a statement on this question section. Yeah. His speech was fiery and well thought out. His was heavy, and boy, was it, it there was some fire. It's just a game. An excuse to wash away the guilt. It's a lie. This is This is life. What kind of a friend are you, Rob? You sold out your values, your friends, for a stack of greenbacks, and I hope you can live with that. Sure. I, okay. Season one was, are alliances evil? (laughs) Question. This season, a little bit. Which gets messy because of their their upcoming marriage. illegal? No, is, is this game real life? (laughs) Yeah. And... Something that struck me watching this is that Boston Rob came into this game going, cool, this is a game. We're going to play a game for up to 39 days, and then we'll be done with it, and we'll go back to our life, and like whatever you have to do to win that game that's not breaking the rules of the game. So be it. So be it. And very few other people saw it that way. And I think Rob is right. I think a pre-show alliance is a little a little messy. Mm-hmm. 
I don't love that it existed in the first place. I agree. But I think Rob is right. I think other people are right as well, which we'll get into. Okay. I don't think he I don't think he went about it the best way. I don't think he's the best just like Rich was not the best messenger for alliances are okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think Rob is the best messenger for the game is a game. But I think he's right. Okay. All right. Moving on. Unless you have more to say. Nope. To Kathy. Kathy, what will people think about you after all this? Well, first she pronounces Marquesa. Marquesa. Yeah. I was like, Kathy, you were there. Kathy, you were there. (laughs) You watched your season, right? Like, Jeff said it a bunch of times. (laughs) You were there when he said it a bunch of times. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Doesn't matter. Uh, Rob's like, I don't know. I'm not sure how uh, how I even feel about the game anymore. Yeah, because, okay, so that's why she says Marquesa, because she brings up... In Marquesas, you were really worried about how people would view you. Uh-huh. It seems like Kathy and Boston Rob had a really close relationship. Absolutely. I mean, I knew that they were close, but like she says that he's like a son. So that's wild. Yeah. And she's pulling out like the deep lore from Marquesas being like, you said you were worried how America would view you, that you'd be viewed as this bad guy. And that's how do you think they'll view you now? Also, I just want to reiterate, I fucking love Kathy. <laughs> she's the, she is... She's great. And this her question is in the similar vein as Lex's, or question, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is in the similar vein as Lex's. But it's so it's so much more well thought out and impactful. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's like, I I don't know how I feel about the game. I got caught up in it. I I did not come out here to ruin friendships, even if that is what happened. He he delivers this very emotionally. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like he's about to cry. So, I I believe him, and I think this meant a lot to him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for Amber, Kathy asks, did you play Rob as a patsy? Will there be a future relationship? Will this just end after this? This feels, this is very motherly. Uh-huh. This is very much like, I care for that boy right there. I don't know you. Are you playing? Him? That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> and then she kicks Amber in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Amber's like, I don't know. I, I started out like, yeah, this is strategic. Yeah. And then 10 days in, I did kind of fell for him. It's important to remember that during the voting challenge, they all said, including Amber, that she uses sex appeal as a weapon. Uh-huh. That probably is playing on loop in Kathy's head. Yeah. And um, I plan on continuing with the relationship after this. And she, she later on shows up to the reunion in a I Heart Rob shirt. And then they get engaged. To drill at home. So, yeah. And then she kind of caps this off with a, Rob, you were like a son to me. You could have th- thrown us an ounce of respect. That is, so that's the thing I wanted to point out of like, Rob is not the best messenger of this. Rob took a game as a game assume that everyone saw it and played it exactly like him and that everyone is just waiting for the moment to stab him in the back and rub it in his face. And I think this is the first moment that Rob realizes, oh, these people don't think like me. Mm. These people aren't trying to win and bury the bodies after they <sighs> after they did. They want to win. 
they wanted to win, but I have made some mistakes in the way I treated them along the way. And here's the thing. He's right. He's just 10 years too early. Well, he's right, but he's not... You can be right and still be an asshole. Yeah, oh, no. He's not where the game is at, and you have to play the game where the game is at. Sure. No, I mean, I, I still I still like his moves. I just think that, like, you have to... You can do it in a way that people still like you afterwards. Sure. And I don't... That, listen, this is before they've seen his confessionals. Like, we know how, how fucking brutal he was in his confessionals. So I hope he learned from that. Yeah. Yeah. And then in a tonal shift from hell, Rupert. So, okay. I don't understand how they got the order of this final tribal. I think that they they put Rupert in here as like, all right, we got to break this up. Yeah. Because like the next person that was voted out was Alicia. Like we can't just do all of these in a row. We we can't have this much negativity. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they had to have had a preview of who's going to ask what. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, oh, it's messy. Rupert's like, hey, thanks, thanks for bringing me as far as you did. Like, I made it a long ways, and thanks to you guys. You didn't screw me over, so that's, that's pretty great. It's true. Amber. To, for, for Jenna and Rupert, they kept their word. Yeah. Amber, what did you do to get here? Amber's like, I don't know. I, I thought like, look. <laughs> yeah. I fought like hell when I was all alone, and I never lost my focus. Very generic answer. Yeah. And to Rob, why should I give you my vote? Because you're a man of your word. That's why. That is a great answer. That's a fucking great answer. Yep. Because you said you would. Yeah. Thanks. And for Rupert, that is... Yeah, okay. Sign, <laughs> sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Moving on to Alicia. There's a lot of monologuing here. Sure is. And a lot of hard feelings. Yeah, she says, like, you might have outwitted, outlasted, and outplayed us, but you did not outclass us. Well, good thing that's not in the fucking tenants, Alicia. You relied on butt kissing and ego stroking. I can't decide who has less crap on their lips. I don't think either of them butt kissed or ego stroked. I don't think so either, unless, like... I think that's a terrible read. Unless she's mistaking the, like, alliances that they made with everyone for stroking their egos. I don't know. And again, I think it's sloppy gameplay. I don't think it has anything to do with their egos. I agree. This is the part where she's like, give me one word. One word to say how you played this game. Rob, competitively. <laughs> Amber, luck. This question didn't matter. Because Rob gives the right answer. To the point that in my predictions, I thought Alicia voted for Rob. Mm. she was never going to vote for Rob because she asked that question because like other people gave speeches and didn't ask questions I didn't think it mattered until she asked the question I was like oh she's she's stuck between them she's actually trying to make a decision it never mattered she's going to vote for Amber no matter what I struggle with this because do you give it to the person who answered your question best or do you give it to the person who had the best final tribal council it doesn't. In this case, it's the same answer. Yes, <laughs> it's Rob either way. I mean, yeah. That... Unless you walked in, like, but she came in with her vote predetermined, which, like, then why did you ask a question? Like, yeah. you had a statement to make. Don't bother asking a question. That on top of, of course, you can't just. You're not walking into this dry. Like, yeah. you know, you have feelings one way or the other. Yep. If you're truly walking in, not knowing who you're voting for, 
I don't know what you're doing in this game. Uh, yes and no. I can see in I can see situations. We've had situations where it's so close that yeah. I think final try. You can walk in and go. I could go either way. Like I need to see what they say tonight mm-hmm. and hear their cases for themselves before I make up my mind. But I think you should come in knowing, like, if I knew nothing more, oh, this is yeah. who I would vote for. Yeah. And be open, absolutely be open to your mind changing because you need to – if you're sitting there closed at a tribal council, you're a waste of space. Then Alicia was a waste of space. Yep. Sheehan, <laughs> thank you guys. I I appreciate what you're doing. Some people are, have some hurt feelings, but she like – She still fucking hates the Shapira people. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. She you know, still like, fucking hates – She – Shit, Sheehan. She hates Alicia, Big Tom – Probably Jenna and Rupert, although maybe not. Maybe she just was grumpy with him at the time. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And then she builds him up. She's like, you guys deserve to be here. So give me an answer of why should your opponent win? Yeah. That's fine. And Rob's like, oh, she never wavered. Uh, she never quit. She was loyal. It's a fi- It's a good question for almost every other season. Amber's like, this is the, the one that I didn't want. Or no, sorry. No, no, that's the next one. That's the next one. Amber's like, uh, he was, he's a challenge beast. He was the most dependable person for me, and he stuck to his alliance, which is the same answer, but a little bit different. Yeah, they both love each other. Like, yeah. there's no... Uh, they... Yeah. These uh, aren't enemies. <laughs> That's a great question for enemies. Yeah. Jenna, uh, you, you played a similar game. What do you do with a million dollars? Rob, I would volunteer slash coach for Boston University... What does what sport does he say? Hockey. Hockey. I thought he said that he already volunteer coaches for Boston University. And that some of cuz he mentions that like some of the kids there can't afford to keep going to school. Yeah. It was a little unclear to me, but I think he already like does some volunteer work there and wanted to basically like create a scholarship fund. Cool. Can we talk about how the NCAA has limits on how many scholarships can be given? And just because you give the university money does not necessarily mean that they can give that to the students. I mean, it's a very corrupt organization. You're not wrong. <laughs> Don't get like, that's not the thing. But you can't just walk in and say, here's $300,000. Make sure that everyone on the hockey team has a scholarship. Sure. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Well, usually you'd like, here's $300,000, invest that money and yeah, you create out. a fund. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the the best way to make money in this country is to have money. Uh, and then Amber's like, I have people who in my life who have MS, so I've been working with a, a charity that works with MS. She never names the charity. It, it's also well, I think it was like she hasn't. She I don't think she said she'd been working with it. She wants to work with it, so okay. I don't know if she has one in mind. It also was kind of wild to me. She's like, it usually shows up like your fifties, and I was like, I don't know if that's true. It might be. I don't honestly know, but like the only people I've known with MS. In my personal life, anecdotal, we're young. Like, they were, like, in their teens or 20s. It's a sample size of, like, two. But, like, I, I I have never heard that before, that it's, like, it's a condition that presents older. So that's interesting. I think it's tough because I, I think it's one of those that the life expectancy is not great post-diagnosis. Yeah. And if you're meeting them young, then... I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't. I'm. I'm not one to speak on this because I don't know much about MS. Sure. 
Yeah. Moving on to Tom. Tom. Does Tom have a question about hyenas? No. Oh, okay. Not this time. I'm not interested in listening. Though. All right. Well, how about a sick burn? <laughs> you did exactly what you said you would. Oh, no. Wait. You didn't. Why? Psych! Oh, no. That's not our psych moment yet. Yeah, you're right. Why should I give you a million dollars? And Amber's like, this is hard, but we didn't break our word, but... But Rob, oh, why should I give you the million dollars over? This Rob? is the question. She's like, I didn't want this question. Yeah, and her answer is kind of interesting, but because she loves Rob, she's not going to make it as cutthroat as yeah. it would be if they didn't have this relationship. Yep. But yeah, I mean, she basically is like, I didn't have an alliance with you. Like, I had an alliance with Rob, who had an alliance with you. Uh huh. I didn't have an alliance with you, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, it it gets real messy, and Tom's like Tom keeps interjecting, which makes it even more messy. Yeah, Tom is not taking this well. No, and also there is something to consider about Tom. Part of the reason Tom and Lex are probably so mad, like I'm sure the pay bump from five to three. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. But also, she does where she gets messy is she's like, you and Rob had a really tight alliance, and I. We also had an alliance, but it wasn't, like, we didn't really, like, get together and, like, build up this trust. But, like, so you only lied a little bit. Yeah. It almost feels like they didn't have anything ever, like, formally set in stone. With, like, Amber was, like, very careful about, like, letting Rob do all the talking with Tom. But Tom's coming in so aggressively that she doesn't want to argue with him about that. So she's kind of like, yeah, eh. I think she will say whatever it takes to get Tom to stop talking. Yeah, that's fair. And then, uh, yeah, Rob, you know, this is also messy. You know what really happened in our last conversation. It's like, I, what are you talking huh? about? <laughs> the one where I was trying to convince you that I didn't do anything and then you were being paranoid? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. You, you were going to take me out. So this is, again, where Rob can't talk about deals that are made before the show but Lex slipped on the deal that him and Tom made before the show started Mm. so he's trying to talk around it but he can't say it all right all right that's what it reads to me yeah because like we otherwise why do we spend so much time with Robin Fessels being like I know Tom's a snake I know he's a snake Lex Lex slipped up I feel like he the the whole time we were just setting up Ro- or Tom for failure. Yes. And it, when it finally happened and Tom's like, "What the fuck did I do?" Yeah. Nothing. But also, you did nothing. So, I don't know what what you expected here. And then he goes in to be like, "You know what? No hard feelings." And give him a handshake and he does the literal like psych. And then says about like fool me twice or like something. It was it was I very understand what he was saying. It was very childish. Yes. But also, I'm kind of here for it because of how many times, confessional or otherwise, Rob was like, this fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make him look as bad as possible on national television. Yep. And he goes in and he's like, uh, got him. It doesn't play out the way he needed sure it to. Sure But he sure attempted. Yeah. Tom's not dumb. He's just not intelligent. He's there's a difference between being intelligent and being smart. I think that Tom is somebody that knows himself. I think Tom is somebody like, listen, we have a history in America of 
We have many. We have many histories in America. We have history in America of like not valuing labor. Shocking, I know. Tom is a goat farmer. There's a mentality in America that like anybody can do that. Fuck you. No, I can't. I'd be fucking terrible at that. <laughs> I'd be miserable. I'd probably drink myself to death or something. Like I, I, I would not. I'm not suited for that. Tom is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He probably knows the ins and outs of running a farm in a way that like I can't comprehend. In a way that gets him on reality TV. Yes. But we bring one reality TV to be, haha, here's the the dumb hick, basically. Yeah. I don't know. He's well then he he proves us wrong like a bunch of times. Yeah. He proves us right a few times. He proves us right a few times. And he's not the most progressive man in the world. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. I'm just saying he's somebody that I think I don't think he's great at Survivor, but he's also you're right, like Rob set him up to be a clown. And he's not necessarily a clown. Yeah. It's interesting. And I wish there were more people like Big Tom on Modern Survivor. I agree. Minus the misogyny. There there are a few. And there, there are people who are very much out of their element. And people who have these like heavy backwoods uh, lifestyles that do come on. I, I'm thinking of one in particular that I've had some time lately when I was working on projects to just put on the Survivor channel from Paramount Plus mm-hmm. and just like let it play, which is something you absolutely cannot do. Nope, will not. And every once in a while, I'm just like caught up in these like players moments of, oh yeah, this guy, like this is, oh, <laughs> it doesn't end well for you, but man, this is fun. <laughs> but what a journey. What a journey. So yeah, we, we do all the questions. Final speech moment. Amber starts... I learned the most about myself during this night. I'm not happy about it, but I'll learn from all this. I was honest about what I said tonight. And she's just like, yeah, this hurts. Like, yeah. the most learning that I did throughout this entire game was tonight. Which, is, <laughs> I, she didn't mean it this way. Also a little bit of a slap in the face to everyone there. And everyone that's played that far. The most I had to learn to get to the final two and win this game was once I had already beaten you all. Yeah. Get fucked. Again, she did not mean it that way. No, but no. But holy shit. <laughs> the things that I learned. Or that you all suck. Is that you hate me now that I'm about to win a bunch of money. Yeah. Thanks. And then Rob, in in a, an actual nice moment of, I'm, I'm sorry for breaking alliances, for hurting friendships. It got a lot more personal than I thought it ever would. I didn't expect it to be this hard. And he gets, like, so choked up and so caught up in the moment that he just... I, I don't know how to finish this. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Rob thought everyone saw the game like he did. And then we vote. Okay, so my predictions before the votes are revealed and all of that... Yep. ...were I had Lex, Tom, and Sheehan down for Amber... Rupert, Jenna, Alicia, and Kathy down for Rob. And as far as I know, the only one I got wrong was Alicia being for Rob instead of Amber. And the only reason I thought that was because of her question, because I thought luck was a terrible answer, and Alicia's a competitor, and she would recognize that that like competitor was the best answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she had a great vote line, which is like, I when we made an alliance, I promised I would never write your name down. And I'm 
I'm, I'm a gonna, woman of my word. I'm, I keep that promise. Yep. And she did not write his name down. <laughs> yeah. Remind me who who are your Amber votes? Lex, Tom, and Sheehan. Yeah, you're right. So Alicia was the one that just flipped Damn. on you. I had every vote right except for Alicia. But you knew that it was close. Whereas prior to the final tribal council, I asked you and you were like, this could be a 7-0 vote for Amber. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think about the fact that Rupert and Jenna didn't feel betrayed. Uh-huh. And that was really important. And I did not understand the depth of Kathy and Boston Rob's relationship. Sure. I, I had I was feeling pretty good on like Lex Tom and Sheehan because I was like, yeah, like Sheehan told us who she was going to vote for the day she went home. Yep. And Lex and Tom are mad. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes that um, that salt is is real thicker than water. Uh huh. Yeah. So we vote. We get the helicopter out. We're we're flying all the way back to New York. Jeff's hanging out the side of a helicopter. Boy, does that make me nervous? So he's just like looking straight <laughs> down. Like Jeff, you don't you don't need to do that. It's okay. What are we doing, Jeff? People on the streets are having a Spider Man moment where they look what up and they're like, look at that. Is that Jeff Probst? It, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's <laughs> Stephen. If Jeff you I, Probst. If whenever you and I are out in the world, if we see a helicopter, I'm gonna go. Is that Jeff Probst? <laughs> yes. The answer should be yes. It's always Jeff Probst. Always Jeff Probst. And. We get to Madison Square Garden. All right. All right. Good. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. No, We're... shut up, Jeff. I need to propose right now. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, well, this is not what I had planned. I love... This is not the twist. I yes. Not the twist. I love that Jeff didn't know it was coming. He had to He had to reel it back in and be like, okay, everyone shut up, please. I need to get this back on track. And, like, I feel like it took every bone in his body not to go... Who fucking cares? Like about the votes and just like put them away. Like it doesn't matter. Well, after that moment, uh, I guess. I, I guess they both win. I still have to read these votes. Yeah, we still need an official winner. Yeah, Amber wins. Amber, our eighth winner of Survivor. Insane. Absolutely insane. If you had told me in season two that Amber won, I would have thought you were fucking with yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Jenna's not coming back. Jenna's done. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Jenna's done. We will see Boston Rob back. Of course we will. And we will see Amber back. Yes, you did tell me that we that Amber makes winners at war. Correct. Amber does not play again until winners at war. Wow, okay, so a long time. So we get a... Boston Rob, heroes versus villains. I have to double check. I'm pretty sure it's heroes versus villains. I mean, he is the villain. Correct. Him and Fair Play are the villains. Yeah. Although they don't let Fair Play on heroes versus villains because Jeff becomes a producer. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, his next his next appearance is Heroes vs. Villains. Okay. At his last? His next appearance is Heroes vs. <laughs> Villains. All right. I'm trying to get more cryptic with my words. Fair. Because it makes you think sometimes. Sure yeah, I, uh, I obviously don't know if Boston Rob wins any Heroes, uh, Heroes vs. Villains. Heroes at War. <laughs> I almost said Heroes at War. Or any future season. But Steven did tell me when you we were watching the finale, when it was down to Boston, Rob, and Amber, that, like, I was like, wow, so one of them is probably on Winners at War. And he goes, one of them, he's like, at least one of them is. And I was like, well, yeah, don't tell me if the other one is, because then I'm going to know that they win a season that I haven't seen yet. At least one of them is. <laughs> yeah. Although, yes. if you would have said Amber doesn't come back for Winners at War, I would have punched you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Amber is back, and her next appearance is as Amber Mariano. Nice. Yeah. You did tell me, and this makes sense, 
Um, whether or not Boston Rob wins a future season, he does not come back for Winners at War, which, like, yeah, you probably don't want both of them on Winners at War. <laughs> Wait, I need to say that one more time. Didn't you tell me that, like, Boston Rob does not go to Winners at War, even if he does win a future season? I think I said that if they put them both on there, then it gets real messy. Yes. Like, because then that's an obvious pair. Well, then, but, like, if Amber's on it. Yeah. Then you're saying the Boston Rob isn't. I'm saying that if they were to put that on there, oh, then it'd be oh, like, oh, but they might like the messy. They could, that's or they Boston could, Rob or they could just be like such an easy target. They get picked off pretty easy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, hmm. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm also not going to say that it is happening. All right. I'm saying, I try not to read between the lines because I don't want to read between the lines. Sure. You also have. About six years for us to get to that point, so... That's true. Hold That's on true. to your pants on that one. Yeah. Yep. Anything you would like to talk about here before we get to your rankings of the season? Oh, I forgot... Oh, God, I have to do rankings. Yeah, okay. Uh, no. Nope. Kind of forgot about that. <laughs> Overall vibes. How do you feel about this season? I, I feel like it's a tough one to talk about. It is a tough one to talk about. It has... Boston Robin Amber's story is amazing. Like, I remember from episode one... Saying, like, oh, the way that they look at each other, they're in love. Mm-hmm. Did not expect... Th- and they're, You said they're still together, right? They are. Okay. And again, this is... We'll go on to talk about... We're not doing the reunion and America's Tribal Council. We are doing that later as another yes. episode. So stay put for that. But there is also a wedding. CBS airs Boston Rob and Amber's wedding. Fuck off which if you're if you're boston robin amber you take them up on that because they're gonna pay for everything yeah i guess that's true you don't have to pay a damn cent and you get royalties from your wedding that's pretty nuts actually it's pretty dope i have to i have to see if i can find a way to watch that because it's definitely not on the survivor feed no but it'll be it'll be somewhere so if you make them the focal point of the season Uh uh-huh it's a really cool season. That's a that's a that is an objectively great story. Sure, that's what they tried to do. But we lost so many stories along the way. Yeah, it's such a messy season. Yes, and that the, the swordsman analogy I kind of point out really fits for the whole Moga Mogo tribe. Moga Moga, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> they all were trying to be the best swordsman in the world, and then. Some fucking construction worker from Boston with a bad attitude just flails at them over and over again. (sighs) So the overall vibes are, this is a season with a player who stepped out of a time machine playing five years too early, (laughs) ten seasons too early, and a woman who... Saw it and went, I can use that. Mm. And also, wait, I love that man. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Hmm. While everyone else, really the show failed them. The show accidentally incentivized the wrong things. Mm. It incentivized them staying as long as possible. Well, not necessarily. I mean, obviously winning is a huge incentive, but like with the big payouts, incentivize them just like stay as long as you possibly can. Hold on. Them all knowing each other, pre-show alliances, like, it's a tough season. It feels 
it feels like there's a lot of lessons that they can learn from this, so it feels necessary. But it does not feel like it lived up to its potential. Sure. Let me just put it this way. This is a big setup for our next All-Stars, All-Stars 2, Heroes vs. Villains. Oh, Heroes vs. Villains is All-Stars 2. I mean, it essentially is. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's the next time that we bring back former contestants. Oh, sure. On a, uh, on a grand scale. Okay. Because like you said, Micronesia has at least one <laughs> returning contestant. I believe that's after Heroes vs. Villains. Oh. Okay. Uh, I might be wrong. Hold on. doesn't matter. Anyway, it's essentially All-Stars 2. No, it's before because Jeff's not a producer yet <laughs> for okay. Micronesia. All right. Yeah, so just get ready. Okay, cool. Your season rankings. Yes, remind as, me of my rankings thus far. Thus far, we have number one, Amazon, number two, Pearl Island, number three, Marquesas, four, Borneo, five, Australian Outback, six, Africa, seven, Thailand. Wow. So should I just put it down at the bottom for eight? Fuck off. <laughs> Nothing will ever be worse than Thailand. Yay. There might be something worse than Thailand. Um... I don't know that, but I don't know. there's a lot of seasons. Um, what was 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 Borneo ahead of Pearl Islands? Borneo, uh, Borneo is behind. But uh, so top three are Amazon, Pearl Islands, Marquesas. Borneo is right after. Oh, that. Marquesas, that's right. I have to decide if this is better or worse than Marquesas because it's really close. And I'm gonna say just for how messy it is, I think it's after Marquesas. Number four. I think it's number four. All right. Yeah. Put that in there. Number four, your new list, Amazon, Pearl Islands, Marquesas, All-Stars, Borneo, Australian Outback, Africa, Thailand. Jared. I wanted so much more from All-Stars. Everyone did. Just the whole, most of the episodes post-merge were just kind of nothing. Yeah. I mean, the order was set. Yeah. And there's nothing they could do to really get out of that order. Yeah. So what we're saying is we need some hidden immunity idols. Is that next season? No words. So happy if that's next season. No words. What is next season? Like, just the location. Yes. So next up, we are headed to Survivor Vanuatu. Okay. Islands of Fire. That's, oh. That's the, Ooh. That's the okay. title. Uh, yes, we have a, a full new cast of players. Cool. And we are running filming in 2004, June through August, and it premieres... September through December of 2004. Wow, that's a quick turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. We right. will... Finale emails? It's it's too late. We're going to have to tie that in for another one. Cool. We'll put that with the reunion and the America's, America's Tribal, Tribal Council. Council. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to get your hopes up. We don't, ha- we don't have hidden immunity idols yet. Damn it! Sorry. I appreciate that, though. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I spent all season being like, where, is where it? are they? Where, where are it? they? Yeah. All right. Bumper. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for the Survivor Turnback Time podcast. For this season, we are another season down. Almost. We season with some extra bits that we got to wrap up with a nice bow. We'll, we'll do our finale emails after that or for that episode. But it is 1124 at night. We have been recording for a long time today. It's time for bed. Yeah, I have been I have not been home in 13 hours. Woo. Jared, what would you like to promote? 
I would like to promote Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yay. Specifically Diet Baja Blast for my diabetics at home. <laughs> Diet Baja Blast. I don't know if you know this, but Stephen, we have a large diabetic following. Do we actually? I have no idea. Okay. Well, if you, you do the analytics, not if me. If you're diabetic, let Jared know. We can be fans. It, it, you know how like some shows have, usually like internet shows, have names for their fans? Yes. I feel like we brought this up before. Did we ever land on a fan name? Diabrodies. No. I, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll think on it. <laughs> I'll promote coming up with a fan name. You guys send us in some ideas. Survivabetes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like a problem. Sure does. For my co-host Jared, this is Steven. For my host Steven, this is Jared. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I love you too. And I am so excited to sleep. Get back for more Survivor. Hey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.